Welcome to the Write It Down podcast of the 1513 Network. I'm Brooke Murata, bringing you one-on-one interviews to challenge, inspire, and encourage. Today, we welcome Damian McGee, who is a former Florida Tech wide receiver who recently signed with the Jacksonville Sharks. Most importantly, Damian started Do the Unpopular, which is a movement inspiring others to be selfless, mindful, and uplifting to spark the change in society. Alongside him on the mic is Terry Vleek, who has been his father figure since he was 13. Sit back, relax, and get your pens ready, because this is Write It Down. Welcome back to Write It Down. Today I'm sitting across from Damian McGee from Do the Unpopular and his father figure, Terry Vleek on Fleek. Welcome to Write It Down. So glad to have you both here all the way from Jacksonville, Florida. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Brooke. Thank yeah, you for having us. I like that. I thank like you. that. So do you have any nicknames I can call you or is it just Damien? You like call me Dame. 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 They call me Dame. That's what they call you on the field? Yeah, Dame. Dame. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Speaking of on the field, you played at Florida Tech. That's what brought you here. Um, but you're originally from Jacksonville, Florida. All right. And now you're back in Jax. Why are you back in Jax, Damien? I'm Jackson. I'm back in Jax. I just got signed to the arena team there, uh, Jacksonville Sharks in the AFL. You know, they called me about a month ago. Mm-hmm. Things with COVID just kind of led me there, you know? Yeah. Okay. And so with Do the Unpopular, why did you start Do the Unpopular? Let's just dive right in. Dame. Dive right in, huh? Give me it. That's Let's what go. Do. So it started back in 2018. I met this dude named Frankie Keller. He played at my previous Division One school in Clinton, South Carolina, Presbyterian College. And basically he gave me this book. I call it the Book of Wisdom. Right? I call it the Book of Wisdom. I write anything that means uh, quotes, scriptures, anything that have meaning to me, anything that have value to me, right? I write down his book. And he gave it to me and I wrote down his book. I'm going to change the word. I don't know why. I don't know how. Mm-hmm. But I feel like I have to change the world. Mm-hmm. You know, I wrote that down in front of the book. And throughout the process, Ethan, Ethan, my main man, Ethan. E-Money. Yeah, E-Money. Yeah. Um, he actually read my book. He actually read the, the first one because I got two of them now because I don't okay. fill it up a lot yes. on the plane. So he knows what it's about. And uh, he's seen the actual front page of it. And really just COVID, like I said, it's been a blessing in the skies. People, they want to say, like, it's been a bad year. Nah, yeah. I look yeah. at it. I started, I really got this thing really rolling. Mm-hmm. During COVID, I really found that other part of myself doing that. And um Duty and Pop, I wrote in front of the thing. Duty and Pop. Didn't know why I wrote that back in 2018, but yeah. I did that. Yeah. Duty and Popular. And it's just been having fruition. It's been coming to light yeah. during COVID season. So yeah. that's that's where it originated from. And uh, me speaking and all that, Yeah. that, that happened during COVID. Found that part of myself. I never knew. Knew that you had that. I never knew I had that. Okay, so me. define popular to me. If we're going to do the unpopular, okay. what do you think is popular? I think the popular thing is how society is right now. It's a lot of division. Yep. It's a lot of division, a lot of hate, a lot of greed. You know, I think that's the popular thing to do. Like, like a lot of people like to judge each other. Mm-hmm. Why? Let's do the unpopular. Don't mm-hmm. be the status quo. You know, that's the popular thing to do nowadays. We don't sit down and have a conversation like these Mm-mm. at all anymore. Nope. That's why we're doing this, right? Have a conversation to better understand each other. You might have a different opinion than I do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and what I love about that is I think we're losing the art of communication Um, something I challenge myself with is, are you going to be a content consumer? Are you going to be a content creator? Because I've spent a lot of time on Instagram scrolling, mindlessly scrolling. And then, you know, you, you don't feel better when you do that. And then you just kind of go home and you're like, 
man, there's this kind of this funk in my head right now, like what I'm thinking and what I'm feeling towards myself and other people. And so even whenever I see what you post would do the unpopular, I'm like, it grabs my attention because it's different. It's unique. And I thought about that. of Like if more of us would do the things that aren't popular, I think the world would change. I think that's kind of what you are, you're embodying with your, um, with your brand and what you're going through with that. Um, we are sitting across from Terry, which you told me in the parking lot is your father figure. So give me a little bit of that and we'll let Terry jump in um, here a little bit and tell us some stories about Dame. About Dame. Huh? Yeah. So Terry, that's my main man, my father figure in my life. Been known since I was 13 years old. Me and his son was actually best friends throughout met him in eighth grade uh-huh. and throughout the course of high school. And that's how we began to have begin our relationship. And he's been there for me since day one, you know, strong dude. You see, we got different color skin. He's a white man. I'm a black man, mm-hmm. obviously. So that's very powerful in his day and age to yep. see us together, to see us working together, mm-hmm. you know. So I just I just owe him a lot. You know, I bring him with me whenever I can. Whenever he's not working, mm-hmm. he's here with me. Mm-hmm. So Terry Vleek. Terry Vleek yeah. on fleek. So what is it that you <clears throat> see in Dame over here that's different and unique? I remember <clears throat> several years ago I had had him in the car and I said, Damien, you're, you're an eagle. You fly higher than most folks do. You see things from a bit different type of perspective. He has a just a vision for how the world should be and um, we're super proud of him. You know, one of the things that uh, um, that's unique about our relationship is that I learn as much from him as he does from me. Mm. It's definitely a reciprocal relationship. There's so much that I don't know even at my age, um, that uh, he is sharing with me and his wisdom from what life is walking in his shoes. So the idea of do the unpopular, um, I mean, just our relationship uh, from the outside looking and can seem like, okay, that doesn't really fit. It is unpopular. Right. Yeah. So it's really kind of neat. That is really cool. Dame, tell me a little bit about your your family life growing up and why it was so important that uh, the Vleek family came alongside of you. I just think, I mean, I give all credit first and foremost to God, but my mother, man, she's right up there. She's mm-hmm. right up there. She was a single mother, obviously, uh, and just took care of me. She she provided us in a way that, you know, I couldn't really see it back then that we was really struggling. Yeah. But she made it seem like we had everything, mm-hmm. you know, but deep down she was really struggling. Just as far as her being a black woman in society, she got a master's and stuff at Florida State. Um, I know you're a gator. Mm-hmm. Uh, she, got a, <laughs> she got it at Florida State. <clears throat> And she just she just been over overcoming a lot, you know. And I think I never she was the, in my household. She was the disciplinarian and she was the lover. So she mm-hmm. was the both of them, right? Mm-hmm. But I never seen that male figure. Mm-hmm. My uncle he was in Atlanta for a while, so he became my father figure too. But he was in Atlanta, not in Jacksonville. So when I met them, came across them in middle school, I just gravitated towards them because yeah. he was the first person to really treat me like like a son. son. And I actually. Yeah, and you were missing that. Did you have brothers and sisters? I have brothers and sisters, yes. Okay, are you the oldest? I'm the oldest. I'm the the cream of the crock, you know. Yeah, you know. I'm the oldest. I lead by example. (laughs) I feel like I'm pretty much the best. No big deal. I'm the best. So did you feel the pressure of being the father figure a little bit because you were the oldest or not really? Not really. Not really. I just went because I didn't know what that felt like to be that. You know, I just did things that I felt was right to do. Uh Uh-huh. And I, I went after my goals, right? I, went, I had goals, and I went after my goals. Uh-huh. You know, my goals led me to him. My goals led me to play football. My goals led, and football led me to other things, meeting you, mm-hmm. you know? No, yeah, for sure. So. so if you don't mind me asking, because I think when people are starting something new, whether it's a brand or a business or a podcast, there's normally a low point in their life that leads them to that. What's that low point okay. for you? Okay, okay, I'm glad Talk you asked me, me that. Yeah. So this it's the meat of it right here, mm-hmm. so... During COVID, so my senior year at Florida Tech, I'm leading the conference in touchdowns. Um, it's the third to last game of the season. 
And uh, I just I just scored a touchdown on a previous drive. So we all the crowd turn. We good. We yeah 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 yeah. We gonna win whatever right. The next, very next drive, my quarterback throws me a fade ball, and uh, I end up diving. I end up diving for it, and I end up falling my shoulder. As soon as I felt on my shoulder, mm-hmm. I felt the pop. Mm-hmm. I felt it. I felt the pop. And that pop right there, that's gonna that's the adversity, right? Mm-hmm. And sometimes in our life, we find adversity, and it might not be an injury. It might be a loss of a job. It might be yeah. lose your girl, you lose your husband, something like yeah. that. Something significant that can alter. Either you go to this direction or you go that direction, right? And that kind of altered me for the really for the worst. But now in hindsight, it was really it's for the, the best, best yeah. right? So that happened, and I went through this phase of depression for this whole month. Christmas break about a month long. Went back home for, and I I didn't know my, the doctor telling me you're not gonna be able to do pro day. Like, pro day, I worked this hard for this this mm-hmm. one moment, and pro day is in front of the scout. They come see you, mm-hmm. right? They come mm-hmm. see you, so you potentially get picked up to go to the next level, right? Go professional, right? Yeah. And he was telling me you're not gonna be able to do it. This is a six day month injury. You know how I felt. You know I, that one moment somebody tell you, you can't do something you worked your when whole you life worked, for. Yep. Oh yeah. You know so I really it wasn't until December twenty third, uh, twenty nineteen. I heard I heard that discernment. Heard that discernment from the voice of God. Whoever you believe in is that the higher power, right? Heard that discernment from him, and he said, "Get up. You're not done yet. Get up. You're not done yet." And that's when I really began going back and do the unpopular, mm-hmm. finding myself. I went hard. I went hard. I was I was in a sling working out with the other hand because I wanted that bad. Mm-hmm. I wanted to prove the doctor wrong. I wanted to prove everybody wrong. I, I didn't want to let my mother down. Mm-hmm. You know, she worked too hard for me to get in my feelings, it, be in that depression mode, you mm-hmm. know. Yeah, and that funk. Exactly. Yeah. So that's really what drove me to now. And I end up doing a virtual pro day. I can't, you control what you can control, right? You, right. you don't know things, can't cancel with pro day. And so you can't control that, but just focusing with the, the variables you can control, mm-hmm. you know. And I think I did that. And uh, ended up getting calls from a, quite a few teams in the, in the league, and uh, it just didn't pan. I couldn't get in the facilities. And about a month ago, the uh, arena league team called me, Jacksonville Sharks, and they know they was like, and that the, vo- the words that kept me with them mm-hmm. was that the coach told me this is a stepping stone for you. And when I heard that in my spirit, I felt I'm like, this, that's, this is right. right? This, I got to take this opportunity right here. So. Tell me, tell me the importance of timing and all of this because I think timing plays a huge role because most of the time it's true. You go through adversity and you're like, what the heck? I have all these big dreams. I've been working really hard, but then sometimes that hard work doesn't produce anything. And then all of a sudden, six months later, you're like, oh, the timing of that worked out perfectly. So it did. I think time plays, I think time is perspective. I think so. I think time is perspective, how you look at time, right? So just because you didn't get that at that moment, like I didn't get that at that moment, look how much more I don't learn now. Look how much more I don't I don't been molded into, mm-hmm. you know. And I think that sometimes we aren't ready for things. Sometimes we think we should have things right there. But what do you do when you don't get those things? Mm-hmm. You got to keep elevated. You got to keep staying positive. Because my whole thing with me, I've been positive throughout the course. And look, look at everything just having fruition. Look at everything just coming along together. Yep. You know. So I think time is just perspective. You know. You might not receive it that moment, but keep pushing, keep right. going, keep starting. There's a time for everything. There's a time you know, and place you, for everything. You can, you, there's sometimes seasons of life where you got to sow seeds, yep. and there's seasons of life where you like reap some benefits and, and more, and more blessing. So let me ask you this. Who is it that you've looked up to as a kid um, and the way that they've lived their life um, and how you want to emulate that? My mother. Mm. I think that's that's my mother. She's the. Have you ever got a chance to meet a brook? Really? Uh, she'll tell you some things. She'll really? tell you some things. She's a wise woman. She'll tell you some things for sure. Um, just how she carried herself, how she went about everything the right way, uh-huh. you know. And it just it just led her to 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 really just me and important to me, you know. Really, my mother and my grandmother before she died. That's why we're forty seven because of my because of my grandmother, you know. Um, 
but them two right there, though, those are those are really the head of my foundation. I am, and so I get those principles for them. What's one of the maybe one or two of the principles she's taught you that's stood out to you your whole life? Maybe words you've clung to. Loving yourself. Mm. Loving yourself always. It start with change. Start with you. If you don't love yourself, who, who's gonna love you? You know, where's that confidence going to be at? You know, and then also the second, which is the golden rule that I think everybody, that's what the duty and pop is built off of, loving your neighbor yep. is thyself. Yeah, that's good. I used to I used to think that being humble was not liking yourself type mm-hmm. of thing. Like if you if you humble yourself, then you must not like yourself. Mm-hmm. But I, it's it's kind of the opposite um, in the sense of it's not about self-deprecation. It's more or less like placing others above yourself and your needs and then trusting God to supply yours. So it's this when you stay low, when you stay humble, you know that the Lord's going to exalt you in the proper time. And then but with that, it fuels you to love other people. It's not like, oh, I, I hate myself. I'm no good. Of course, this would happen to me. Why would anything good happen for me? And everything else is happening for other people. And so I think that you've touched a little bit on that of you got to love yourself and not in the way that the world tells you to love yourself, but in the way that scripture tells you to love yourself as far as the way that God's loved you. And I think we've lost a lot of that. Like there's so many self-help books out there that say, oh, you just got to find yourself. You got to love yourself. Well, so many people are out there trying to find themselves right now and, and they don't know. And I think when you hit that low point in your life and you're like, all right, you heard that voice that was like, you got to keep going. That's like, that was the start of you starting to kind of love yourself, but mm-hmm. it wasn't fueled from you is fueled from him, you know? Mm-hmm. And you said that you uh, found out this year that you're a, a speaker, a, um, a motivational speaker, keynote speaker. So kind of tell me what has shaped you into that. And what's the, like, if you had 30,000 people right now, listen to you, what's something that you would tell them? Have a goal, have a vision. That's the foundation of it. You have a goal, you have a vision, you write it down. Write it down podcast. Mm. It's crazy. You write it down. You got to write it down. Mm-hmm. You got to see it every day. And um, after you have that foundation, you go after it. You go after it. And stuff, when you really focus on it, when you focus energy into it, you're bringing life into it. Mm-hmm. When you focus on something, you're bringing life into it. You're bringing energy into it. So once you do that, stuff will start happening, and you'll start seeing doors open. you start seeing doors open. But I think, like you said, give me an Instagram. Um, you see it on social media. People think we should have it all at this point. You know, when we don't, they become that depressed. They get upset. Yep. You know, mm-hmm. and I think social media is one of those things that's 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 really kind of corrupted everything. Mm-hmm. You know, in my opinion, you know, it, it 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 separates us. Yeah. It separates us. I mean, and and Terry, you might be able mm-hmm. to kind of help us on this one, but our gener- demonized generation now, we give up pretty fast as far as like your generation was more or less like you just got to keep working. It didn't matter if you had, you know three jobs and four kids like you just kept working you weren't going to go back home and cry about it like you had to go and so what's something that you see in our generation that really needs to change that maybe your generation had well I think obviously experience teaches you a lot of things in life so as a young person uh, you know a lot Uh, we have information flowing to us at you know exorbitant speeds with with the internet and social media and whatnot but you can't get experience without actually getting experience. Mm-hmm. So one thing that's, uh, Damien has, um, he, he's got a tattoo. He, he yeah. sees his, his motto of do the unpopular as the bridge. Yeah. So he's the generation that's kind of not the young one, but not the old one, but somewhere in between. Yeah. So the wisdom that he's, he's bringing to, um, the folks of, um, 
do the unpopular is is that bridge. Yeah. Um, just stick to itness, really. Yeah. Um, there's, I think we talk a lot about stamina, talk a lot about grit, right? Yeah. And uh, just staying, you know, things don't go all the time. You took uh, grow fast. You take the, uh, the something as simple as an oak tree, mm-hmm. an acorn. They're dropping all over the place. You walk them on the sidewalk. Well, one day that oak tree or one of those acorns will be a huge tree. Yeah. Took hundreds of years. Yeah. But just think of the uh, the shade and the life and the the the, the thing it provides um, in, in a natural setting. I think uh, our the generation. I'll, I'll say all of us. Right. Um, we need to just uh, br- stretch out our branches a little bit more yeah. and realize that th- there's a whole lot more going on than just us. Mm. And uh, that, that's the neat thing about Do the Unpopular is that it, it, it inspires growth at the very basic level and yeah. it keeps the vision in front of you that you can grow and grow and grow. Yeah, I love that. I think I, I would kind of want to echo that of just with the acorn and the oak tree is like everything in nature kind of just screams time mm-hmm. and work and patience and those are things that we don't have right now. I mean, we are, it's so instant. I, I mean, Instagram, you post something really quick and you're validated really quick. And if you're not, then you feel really low about yourself. You know, you look up information on tests. I mean, Quizlet got me through college. Sorry, UF. Um, <laughs> I still owe you money, but <laughs> Quizlet was great. Um, I should have invested my money into Quizlet. But I think about that. Of I didn't, there were certain things that like untapped potential when you get things really fast and um just even with this podcast of building this like my first interview was absolutely horrible and never is going to be aired it was with my aunt and i was like fumbling and messing or like messing up and the mic was on i was super nervous but it's like i needed that to can first of all you got to start somewhere and you got to be okay with failing and you got to be okay with being embarrassed Mm -hmm. because one day couple years down the road people are going to be like wow you know and it's one of those things where it really does adversity and failing and meeting new people and all these things start to kind of build stamina or grit so that you can handle you know the growth of something Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and I think that is unpopular nowadays this episode is brought to you by Sunny's Automotive located in Melbourne Florida Brad and Tim are knowledgeable, friendly, and detailed car mechanics. I've taken my car there several times, and they've always returned it back in better shape than before. They do everything from oil changes, brake jobs, and electrical repairs. So give them a call at 321-752-8110. 321-752-8110. Tell them you heard them on WidPod. Now, back to the show. Dame, I kind of, um, you mentioned 47. So what is, what is 47 again? Can you kind of highlight? 47 is my football number. That's my football number. Why? Because my grandmother. Because your grandmother. She died at 47. She died at 47. Yes. So what was, what's that story? She had a lot of, uh, she was on dialysis. Mm. Dialysis. She was on dialysis and, uh, she had kidney failure. So that's what's the point of her taking dialysis to try to get the kidney better. You know, sort of, but she ended up dying. She ended up having open heart surgery at 43 and uh, survived from that, you know. And uh, she was just a warrior. She was a warrior, but the thing about it, she loved people. She loved God. She did everything. Mm-hmm. I felt in her, in her, in her court that was right, you wow. know, but she just, she couldn't. Her body just wasn't wow. taking enough, and that's what happened. And you how know? old were you? I was, this is right before my senior, before I transferred to Trinity. Before I transferred to Trinity, I left the school that me and his son was at, and I transferred to Trinity. And uh, that was that. And I ended up that season, I ended up having the best season in high school. I led the conference. I led the team in touchdown with like 10. 
And uh, it was just, I know she was watching over me, you know, but it was always sad to me. I always sometimes get frustrated, like, dang, she couldn't see me being a pro, like being a pro athlete. Like, I wish she was here to watch what I'm doing now, especially with this, because, uh, you know, some people call what I do a ministry, right? Yeah. Talking to people, mm -hmm. elevating people, you know, uplifting people. But I don't look at it like that. I look at it because I'm a young person. I look at it as I'm just trying to motivate us. If I can motivate you, have that little spark that's already was inside you, then I've then I've done my job. Mm -hmm. You know, I can I can reach you, just one person, and they that person might reach thousands, millions. You know, yeah. I've done my job. You know, so I'm just trying to be that spark, be that be that bridge. Like I got tattooed on me, like Pop said, uh, be that bridge, and I feel like I'm the bridge to love, you know, mm -hmm. inspire. Mm -hmm. You know, I think that's why I'm here, and I would have never found that out without me going through my phase, my course. You right. know. It's all about timing, like you say, Brooke. It's mm -hmm. all about timing. That time right there was the perfect avenue for me to do what I need to do during this COVID season, definitely. Yeah, and I love that imagery of the bridge of we're not necessarily the generation coming up, but we're not the generation that's before us. And I think that there, I like to define myself and from knowing you just a short amount of time, define you by kind of like an old soul, but like in a young person's Definitely. body with like this yeah it's weird and there are certain people that you meet like that and you're just like oh, thank god i'm not the only one because like i will be like man this generation and then i'll be like i'm in this generation so like you know but i don't feel like i am because i feel like most of my friends are like in their 40s or in my you know mm -hmm. parents age range and i love hanging out with them mm -hmm. and i really do love that bridge the gap and that's kind of what i'm doing with this show is like i want to bridge the gap between the quote unquote common man and the celebrity circle because ultimately we all put our pants on the same way ultimately the end of this life we're going to die and we're going to be faced with two mm -hmm. places and i think that we're really um missing out on that when we're just seeking what's here on earth and i think what you are doing is an investment not only in the future generation but in the generations to come and i think that um this is something that when you pass away it's potentially could still be here and I think that's just the beauty beauty of what you are doing. Um, and I love the relationship that you and, and Terry have. So can can you tell me, do you remember the first day that you met Terry? Would you think that he'd be your your father figure sitting here on a podcast with you? Honestly, no. I'm not even, no. I didn't know it was going to be like that. I did. I did. Um, but it's been a blessing that it has, though. Everybody's in your life for a reason. Yeah. Everybody's in your life for a reason. And I always say that things don't happen by coincidence, by chance. Mm -hmm. It's all part of a, a bigger plan that we don't see right now. Mm -hmm. Right. And I think that most people, let me say this, I think that most people, um, you know, how they tend to refer to God like, oh, I be praying, but I don't hear him. You know, mm. I think the silence is the best thing because you got to think of it like this. Dagger to my soul, exactly. Dame. I think, I think, mm. I think silence is the best thing because, uh, I heard, uh, I think it was T.D. Jakes. I heard T.D. Jakes say this. Um, he said, uh, when God is quiet, right, you got to refer to it like when a dad watching kids, right? Yeah. He, he listens by, he don't really watch them, but he listens by ear, <laughs> right? He can hear anything. He can yeah, yeah. hear anything, right? Yeah. And when, when usually when they're quiet, what are they doing? They getting into something. Yeah. They get, chaos is coming, right? Yeah. They getting into something. And I think that's the same thing with God. Yo, when he quiet, just be still, just wait on because he's, he's creating things that you don't see, different avenues, different streams that you don't see. That's good. So, oh, yeah. that's good. I'll write that down. So what's one story in the Bible that resonates with you that you think you're like, man, I'm like this person? Or like for me, it's been uh, Joseph in the Bible. Like he had this dream. And then he gets sold into slavery and it's however many years and God preserved his life ultimately to preserve, you know, uh, his family's life with a famine. So that's like a story that I feel like keeps coming up every single time I reach adversity. I'm like, I'm like mm -hmm. now I'm in prison. Like what mm -hmm. the heck is going on? 
But what's like a story or maybe a sermon that you've heard that has stood out to you that might encourage those that are listening? I'll say uh, we got to go back just to regular old David, not regular old. No. David yeah. in your life, I think that shows that verse, shows strength, shows people doubted him that he was going to do that. And that somebody that small, that small, he can come up and, and uplift millions of people, multitude of people, you know, what he did by beating them, by defeating them with what he had a stone and a, and a slingshot, mm-hmm. and, you know, just that symbol. But he had, you know, what he had, he had God with him. Mm-hmm. He had God with him. With that belief and that 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 somebody in the overhead like that, mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's 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 amazing. I just heard. Um, this is so timely talking about timing, but I just heard a message on this recently that David was anointed to be king, but it took years for him actually to step into that. And again, it goes back to what we see in our generation is we want quick success you know it's not it's like quick insta famous or tiktok famous or whatever it is and then the rest of us are just consuming what they're doing and we don't see that behind the scenes those people that are posting are depressed and don't know what to do with their life and have zero structure and all these different things um but i do i i see that with with young david it was like he is someone nobody would have picked but god picked him Mm. And that's like the coolest thing is, again, with that humility, it's like he he had to go out in the field and he had to, you know, work with the sheep and he had to learn how to play the harp. But all of those things that he learned when nobody saw him was exactly what God used when people did see him. And I just think that's so powerful um, and something that's happening to and we'd be naive to think we're the only two building something in 2020. Mm -hmm. I think we're going to see this just fruition come about in the next few years of our generation of of people that nobody saw and everybody's gonna be like yeah that was back in 2020 when covid hit like you know um terry what's something that um in your life as you've grown in your walk with god and you've grown um just seeing things because you are older and wiser Mm -hmm. than us something that you have always clung to maybe in your walk with god Mm. i don't know if it's always uh clung to but it's something that i have grown into Uh uh-huh um, and uh, I love the story of David because mm-hmm. he and and even Joseph they had this not so great start mm-hmm. right, but they had one thing and they really clung on to that and that was uh, they knew who their father was mm-hmm. the heavenly father, and they knew their identity in the father. So what's neat about identity is that it's not something that you wait to get, mm-hmm. it's something that you are. So you are who you are in the present moment. Mm. You are a rock star mm. podcast producer. Thank you. You are a rock star, uh, do the unpopular content um, speaker. Right. It's not something you're aspiring to be. You're. It's like that acorn. Yeah. That acorn is every bit a mm. oak tree, just doesn't look like it yet. Yeah. But its identity is is indistinguishable, or uh, undeniable as well. Mm. So the older I get, the more I realize that you, you learn to be comfortable in your skin. You lived a little bit, and mm-hmm. and I think what that is is it. It's kind of a cliche, but really, you you come to a point where like you're gods, mm. and that's pretty good. That is, you awesome. know, and you have a purpose, and the purpose is for the moment, living in the moment, living in the now. Mm-hmm. Um, and as you you know, one Bible says He gives you one day at a time. Yeah. He orders our steps. He doesn't order the the whole map. I, yeah. So just keep walking Man. and keep walking in the truth of who you are that God has created to be. That is... Go ahead, Dame. Go okay. Ahead. My no. Bad. I'm sorry. No, I heard you breathe <laughs> to say something, so I was like, I, the take it away. That what Pop said, uh, I think sometimes we hit that roadblock, right? We hit that roadblock. We see it. We hit that roadblock. And people turn around and quit. They yep. give up, right? Mm. Instead of finding that detour. It's always that detour. That might It might take longer, 
but she's going to eventually get there. Mm-hmm. You're going to eventually get there. Find that detour. Yeah. Oh, I love that. And I, I want to like totally take a second here and just say that was awesome, Pops, because the what you said about identity, I, I think that we've all gone through somewhat of an identity crisis. And it really is when you hit that roadblock or that mm-hmm. that adversity where you find out who you are. Like, who are you without these people in your life? Who are you without this many followers? Who are you when you don't have a shoulder anymore to play the sport you always found your identity in? Mm-hmm. Who, are, who are you? And I think... Um, realizing that like it's in that adversity normally is followed by quietness stillness Mm -hmm. and that's normally whenever you're starting to really find out who you are and god starts telling you this is what i've this is what i've dreamt for you and now i'm giving you a glimpse of that and now just do the next day take it day by day and um i've read that verse over and over and didn't realize it that how how applicable this was but a day is like a thousand years and a thousand years is like a day to the lord um and everything happens in its proper time so that you know nobody perishes and i i think about that and i'm like brooke are you do you realize that you are a part of something much bigger than yourself much bigger than just a podcast or just celebrity interviews one day like that's great and if god gives that to me and he already is that's great but there's also so many more things going on so many more levels of what god's doing to raise up people that are different and um i think again with our age demographic damien there's so many people that find their identity in other people and so when other people are starting to fail them, then they start to feel like they're failing or they put their identity in a relationship. And when that person fails them, it's mm-hmm. like, well, newsflash, someone's always going to fail you because we're human. That's right. And um, yeah, again, so I think that's what's really cool, Terry, what you said of like Damien has this dream and this vision of do the unpopular, but it's really God's. It's part of his identity. It was never about football. It was never about followers and making whatever your name great if that happens praise god but like it's about this it's about growing it's about doing the unpopular and and who you are and um, i'm excited to see you just transcend in this where do you see do the unpopular going ultimately i just want to see it spread across the world really mm-hmm. i want it that's my whole thing that's my first gig was out in south south dakota okay they see my video was like yeah we got to get you over there wow we got to get you to come out here you know, she's seen a video of what I'm trying to do, what I aspire, how, how I want to be the bridge between the, the younger generation, the older generation, mm-hmm. and build that gap between mm-hmm. us. She yeah. was like, we got to get you out here. And it's, to piggyback what you said uh, yeah. with, with football and all that, football is something I do. It's not who I am. Yeah. I think this motivating speaking and talking to people and affecting people across the world, I think that's I think that's who I am. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly who I am. Do you, see, do you see yourself, like, going to schools all around the country and speaking? Do you see yourself going to businesses? Like, what is... I think that's how it's going to start off, though. I think that's how it's already starting off, going into schools. Okay. I don't did three schools. I think that's how it's already going to start off, going into schools. I want to go into businesses because the Fortune 500 company knows if you can motivate my workers, we're going to make more money. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? So I think that's where it's going to go to be spreading mm-hmm. that it's about you. Mm-hmm. This is a stepping stone. It's about you. Put your all into right now, you're going to get blessed. You don't even know. You're going to mm-hmm. get blessed. By putting this effort right now, you're going to get blessed. You don't even know it. Something else I, I really appreciate about Do the Unpopular is um, I definitely believe it is centered around God's values and principles, but it's not necessarily overly, um, I use this term a lot, but Christianese. And it's kind of the same with what I see with Write It Down, is I want to authentic have authentic conversation. And if people believe in God, 
let's talk about it. Let's dive in. Let's share. Let's, you know, clue people in on what God's really doing. But I think there's also this misconception that just because you're a Christian, that everything has to be, you know, pastoral or churched or whatever. So what I see with Do the Unpopular is you have the principles of the Lord rooted and threaded throughout all of this, but at the same time, you're doing things with excellence. And I think that's also something that we're called to do is do things really, really well. Mm. Like, and, um, I, I say this a lot, but I always point back and my friends who are listening are probably going to laugh at me, but I look back to Chip and Joanna Gaines who do Magnolia and they've just changed the way we've decorated homes. Um, but years ago they were just a couple flipping homes doing the thing, doing mm-hmm. the thing they felt like they were called to be doing and they did it well. And, and 12 years later, they probably never would have thought they'd have a target line of $40 hand towels that I'm guilty of buying, but you know, you like, they probably didn't see that. And I think that's, what's really cool again about do the unpopular is you, you can tell that you're a man of God and that that's your, your heartbeat, but you're also like still doing the dang thing mm-hmm. really, really well. And you're not just defaulting. Cause I sometimes default to just talking about God. And I, I mean, I love it obviously, right. but it's still like, I got to go back to the drawing board and be like, what makes a good interviewer? What makes um, someone stand out on social media? What makes good content? And I see that with, with do the unpopular. So I, I just want to commend you, um, you on that. Um, you said that you are in Jacks right now. You're going to be playing for the Sharks in Arena Football League. So what's next with that? What do you see 2021 kind of taking shape for you? Well, hopefully I know definitely when I go in there and kill it, I think I can spread the brand a lot mm-hmm. more, you know, marking myself, mm-hmm. you know, doing that. But I think I think I'm looking to get ho- hopefully picked up by a team. I'm okay. picked up by an NFL team. I think I'm right across the street from the Jags. So if I ball out and do what I'm supposed to do, you know, I think I get there. Yeah. I think I can definitely get there. Absolutely. If I got that belief in myself, that confidence in myself. Mm-hmm. But to touch on what you just said about no, gifts and 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 finding your Take gift. Take it away. I think I think uh, I think that's the that's the that's why we're here. Everybody has a purpose. Everybody has a gift, right? And I think that once we find that gift, which is not hard to find, I think it's just identifying that gift and how long it's going to take to for you to recognize what you're being called yeah. to, right? I think that. For, uh, I got a quick story about his son too because we just, just touched on Take it. Um, the gifts. Um, I just believe that just identify a gift. Whatever you're good at, we just talked about it in the car too. It's crazy. Uh-huh. It's, it's the timing of it. It's uh-huh. crazy. It's wild. Yeah. Because we just talked about this in the car. Whatever you're being called to do, it's, 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 it's whatever's least least amount of effort yes. and energy but you're good at it. Yeah. And it takes the least amount of effort effort mm-hmm. and, and, and exertation out of you. You mm-hmm. know, Um his son, his son had a had a had a he he runs a landscaping company, right? He, he makes he makes good off it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but in college, uh, he could tell you more about it too. In college, uh, he had this paper, right, pops? He had this paper or something. As far as like, tell him, tell him the story. Yeah, you come tell on, him, tell yeah. Him. He had a, he had an English paper, uh-huh. and he just picked a topic, and it was landscape architecture. He just start, and he had to do um, just this idea of landscape architecture. Yeah. Well, four years later. He's a landscape architecture. Just did a different path to get there, but interesting. It was just something he had to kind of just write about, and it was such a free flowing conversation with himself on mm-hmm. paper. Mm-hmm. And boom, it's yep. what he's doing. Yep. When he wrote the paper, he had no idea this is what he's going to be doing. 
write the vision make a plan and that right the vision, yeah definitely yeah but, but we gotta identify that we gotta identify them gift that's right inside of us like we got the camera lady right she's awesome yeah shout out to the camera lady yeah. she's awesome Woo! she probably didn't even know that's what she wanted to do when she was younger but she just knows she wanted light cameras yeah right? and look what she's doing now taking photos exactly yeah so i think it's just simple things like that me speaking mm -hmm. i always and the people you can ask any of my teammates i've always been vocal i've always been the yeah, vocal guy people give you the comment like you're really good at talking yeah like as a kid and you're like good like yeah. that's how i felt like, yes, like I am i gonna take that like my sister was always quiet and it's like brooke you can't keep your mouth shut it's like mm -hmm. okay then i'll have a talk show definitely See? <laughs> definitely <laughs> it's fine i'm fine with it no definitely, but that's good definitely but it just started my teammates being being me and being a vocal leader Mm -hmm. and, and allowing them to understand what that say and, and definitely just different type of people you got to know your personnel right mm -hmm. how you can talk to different type of people see me you can talk to me any kind of way far as like get in my ear yell at me and stuff like that and I'm gonna respond well but somebody like use Papa for example if I yell at him he's gonna shut down mm -hmm. so just understanding how to be a better leader yeah you know that's and good. Uh, it just came out just me far as speaking and I think that's that's definitely my gift you mm -hmm. know just speaking to people and going into different crowds I walk in a room with him and going into a, a setting with him, he come to setting with me, and we just so comfortable because mm -hmm. that's how I am. Yeah, you know, we all yeah. people like you said earlier in the show. We all put our pants doing the same. Mm -hmm. that's right. So who are the people? Are maybe you don't have to say who the people are specifically, but tell me the importance of the tribe around you, the people you hang out with, the people in your inner circle. That's who you are. Yeah, that's who you are. They're a reflection of yourself. Mm -hmm. If you hang with, I hate to say it, like, if you hang with bombs, you're gonna be become a bomb. If you hang with millionaires, you be you're gonna be the next millionaire that's in the room. Mm -hmm. And that's so, I, like you said, so cliche, but that's the truth. Mm -hmm. That's the truth, though. You you hang with who you are. You're you're guilty by association, right? Mm -hmm. If if she's doing something, he's doing something. You're most likely doing something too, mm -hmm. right? And that's just the, that's just the name of the game, right? But I think they're a reflection of me. Got good, solid people who love positivity i think that's the thing though every every day we wake up we gotta we gotta talk to our spirit man every day bro we have to talk to our spirit man every day because we face different challenges every day mm -hmm. and if we don't we we we're not gonna know how to deal with what today brings you know people like to look forward in the future but that hasn't even happened yet yeah be present we talked about this card being present being present in the now mm -hmm. you know we got to be present in the now and understand that once we talk to him he's gonna get us through it and having that unwavering faith people don't we, we like to lose faith too easy once we have it when it's good, it's good. But once we hit that roadblock, what do we do? Yeah. What do we do? Yeah. And we, we say, okay, if my circumstance isn't good, then God must not be good. Mm -hmm. And that is like a really sad way to live that if you think just because life is good, God is good. God's good all the time. Mm -hmm. Life isn't. Life can suck at times. But it's that same thing that... Um, that in Romans it talks about like God works everything for the good of those who love him and are called according to his purpose. But it's about showing up every day, even when it doesn't look good, mm -hmm. because I'm sure Terry, you've had way more life experience than Damien and I, but you can look back on every single adversity and go, wow, I don't know how that turned out so sweet and so good, but it did. Yeah. But it, w it didn't feel that way in, in the moment no, at all. And many times it takes turns you don't expect. Um, but, uh, delightful turns at that, mm -hmm. you know, so you just, it, you get more road time with the Lord to realize it's going to be okay. Mm -hmm. And you just got to trust that uh, God is working. Like you said, Romans says he's working those things out. Mm -hmm. And um, in that adverse time, you got to be able to say, I'm still his. Mm -hmm. I'm still on a path. Mm -hmm. He hasn't changed his mind about me. We're going to get through this. Yeah. And the good guys win in the end. Mm -hmm. Right. So <laughs> no, no, it's true. It's true. Did you, so how many kids do you have? Four. You have four kids. Four biological kids. Wow. Yeah. How old are they? 
23, 20, 16, and 15. Oh, wow. And then you got... Oldest boy, and Damon's 22. Damon over here. Yeah, so, so two boys and three girls. <laughs> wow. Wow. That's, that's incredible. I love y'all's story. I could probably sit here and talk all day about the dynamic of your story and just you bringing Damien into your family. It probably changed, I mean, not probably, but it did change Damien's life and having a male figure. And too. Yeah, and yeah. I'm sure your family as well, but just having um, a male figure is um, so important. I think our, again, our generation is lacking that and it's sad. Um, and I think it's really cool to see someone like Damien who's 22 years old who honestly you're getting kind of the fast track to like what God's doing because some people don't learn these lessons until they're in their 30s or 40s but Mm -hmm. you're you have been gifted to learn it early on of what God's called you to do and the investments with your time and your money and your energy you're going to see just bless a lot of people and um, it's just really cool to see I'm encouraged to see men around my age really get a grip on who they are and um to break the cycle of Mm -hmm. just fatherhood being absent from families and um it's it's strong it's not weak it might look weak to some society members or whatever but it is strong when a man knows who they are in god and then can go out and change the world and i think that's what's really cool about you and your story um and I don't want to keep you too long, but if you have any closing remarks or something that you feel like you really wanted to get out there today on the show, you can. And then we can roll into some fun rapid fire questions. Um, but if there's anything else that you'd like to kind of spur us on with. Really, we talked about a lot. We talked about a lot. When you watch this, when you listen to this, y'all out there, y'all just going to have hella gems out here. Bro, yeah. Pops, yeah. myself, you know, uh, just be yourself. Just be yourself and go after what you feel is right. You know, wherever you're at right now in life, keep going, keep going. If it's the right thing to do in your heart, keep pushing, keep striving, because that thing that you're doing right now, it might not be the thing for you, but it's going to lead to the thing that's for you, mm. if that makes sense. It's going to lead mm-hmm. to the thing that's for you. Keep going, learn that path. Football is something I did, and look where I'm at now. Talking on podcasts with Brooke, write it down podcast. <laughs> write it down. Yeah, yeah, I love that. All right, Damien, I have a couple rapid-fire questions for you before we get to your write it down. Okay. Um, almond milk or coconut milk? Almond milk. Okay. Like, do you drink dairy milk or are you just strictly almond milk? I just turned vegetarian, so I'm, I'm on an almond wet wave. Why did you turn vegetarian? Just trying to cause... detox my body, get it back built right no, the right way. No, I gotcha. You know? I gotcha. Justin Timberlake or Justin Bieber? Timberlake. You made Justin that face Timberlake. like you didn't like either. Uh, Justin Bieber, though. Like, He's a... gotten better. You think he got better? I don't like his <laughs> new songs, I think. But he has a couple of good. I don't know. But I'd probably pick J. You know, I would pick J. Yeah, yeah. I know me. Vacation in the mountains or on the beach? Beach. Florida. Okay. Yeah. Florida boy. Beach. See, I feel like I'm opposite because I'm always near the beach. Like, going to the mountains is, like, nice. But yeah. night owl or early bird? Early bird. Definitely. I'm an early bird. What's the first thing you do in the morning? Pray. I like that. That's good. Do so you have a morning routine? Yeah, I got a morning routine. Okay. Pray, stretch, read my book, whatever book I read. Then go ahead and start my day. Love that. Love that. Damien. We are getting to that point of the show. You've offered a lot of wisdom, nuggets of wisdom all throughout the episode. But what is your write it down? I write it down. Uh, definitely have to be a impossible is not a fact. It's an opinion. Mm. Impossible is not a fact. It's an opinion. What does that mean to you? Don't believe what society tells you. Do the unpopular. That's yeah. what it means. Do the unpopular. Do the unpopular. <laughs> write it down. Terry and Damien, thank you so much for joining thank us you. today. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Write It Down podcast. 
This podcast is a part of the 1513 Network. You can catch a variety of shows on their website, 1513.com. If you enjoy listening to Write It Down, please subscribe, share with your friends, and if there's any ink left in your pen, write a review. For more content, follow the fun on Instagram by following at W-I-D-P-O-D. That spells WIDPOD. Super cool. Stands for Write It Down Podcast, but it's abbreviated to WIDPOD. Anyways, thanks for listening, and we will catch you later.